listen, if you're into having an okay time, you might want to just, uh, you've already, you've already started listening to this episode. That's a, you're doing, you're living your best life. And, um, all you have to do is just stick around. We're going to do our best for 35 to 38 and a half minutes. And, uh, we'll all try and have a good, okay time. After that, we're going to sleep. There's a bug in there. episode 26 i'm in my apartment in philadelphia this is steve ellis carl grashit is um has moved from the pontiac vibe in back into the house say hi it seems easier than making sarah be worried about me starting the car on accident in the garage cheaper than couples therapy i just am warmer you know how i feel if i'm not warm cold well, do you have your jumper on? I don't have my polar jumper, P-O-L-A-R. Look them up. It's a great company. Their products are amazing. Uh, I don't. I have my Northern Michigan sweatshirt and two um, seltzers from Costco. I'm ready to go. In any case, <laughs> we uh, are going to have a conversation tonight about Alexander Skip Spence's Or, which is what I listen to. And you listen to Fourth Wanderers. There's a, it's plural, right? Wanderers. Fourth Wanderers, self-titled. Yeah. I've heard it. It's good. Oh, spoiler. (laughs) (laughs) Something big uh, did happen to me today. I got threatened legit. legit, This is not a joke. I got threatened with a baseball bat. Where? At work? No, in traffic. How? Um, so it was, it, it snowed. And so it's on, um, there's this part of chestnut where it's really hard to see, even when the weather's, um, uh, when it's sunny and warm, it's hard to see the lines on the street. They're like very faint. And so, and then the lanes are narrow. And so every single, I drive this, drive this road every day and every single day people are in each other's lanes. There's just no way to avoid it. And so today there was snow, so even harder to tell what's what. And this guy, I guess, thought I was in his lane or maybe I was, I couldn't tell. And he started beeping. And before I could like figure out what to do about that, he drove next to me and then like started kind of like driving toward me, like getting closer and closer just to freak me out and intimidate me. So I beeped at him and he lost his mind about that and pulled a baseball bat out and had it out the window and was like screaming at me and tried to, he like tried to poke my car with it. Just so you know, I wouldn't have done that, but you really pissed me off. When? That was me. About the haiku? No, that was me with the baseball bat. (laughs) It was not you. Very clearly not you. <laughs> uh, that's kind of fucked up though. Like actually, try, like, I mean, it's kind of funny now to think about it, but I'm sure at the time, like scary. Oh, it was, oh yeah. It was very alarming. I got his license plate and I was like, what should I do about this? And then I thought about it and was like, I don't, there, there's no point in reporting this. 
people like that, I don't know. There's more some there's more going on than meets the eye, maybe. Yeah. It's like uh, I was at Wawa this morning putting you know how they have the free air at most Wawa's? Yeah. Um, this one has the little Inside meter that the store to for to, to breathe. <sighs> no. Um <laughs> This this one has the uh, little meter that tells you like what your tire pressure is like like you can set it for whatever your you know what's the correct uh, setting for your car. Mm-hmm. Listen to, listen to me talk about a car like I know what I'm talking about. Um, so I'm there's one car ahead of me, so I get in line, and then another car gets behind me. You know, as people do, they get in line and they wait their turn. This fucking asshole in a jeep just pulls up like parks perpendicular to the line that we're in. Clearly, like. We're not far from the car that's doing the air right then. Just fucking pulls up and then goes up to the guy right as he's getting done and takes it. And I was going to say something. And then this person, the woman behind me was like, she chewed him out. And he's like, oh, I'm really sorry. I apologize. And then he like drove off. But I'm like, fuck you, man. I hate that. That's just one of the, my biggest pet peeves. Do you think, is it possible that he was just completely clueless about how things were going down? I don't know. Like... <laughs> The way he drove up indicated maybe he was just in a big hurry or he really didn't care. But like if he would have looked out his passenger window, he would have seen the two cars waiting like those cars aren't waiting for anything other than the air. So it just seemed like there's no way. I'm sorry. That was me. You dick. I just needed air fast and I I had to um, get a new baseball bat at Dick's. If that (laughs) if that was your vehicle. Was it like a, a yellow Hummer? No, it was a Jeep, like a Jeep Grand Cherokee or something obnoxious. Yeah, that was me. Sorry, <laughs> sorry to all my Jeep fans out there. I did have a, a Jeep Grand Cherokee in college, for real. Yeah. Well, again, I'm sorry to all of the Jeep fans. A lot of conflict this evening. Yeah. Guess what? Uh huh. So this week I had you listen to, <clears throat> as we said, Fourth Wanderer's self-titled uh, album from 2018 uh, on Sub Pop. And I've been listening to this for maybe a month and a half, and it's almost a daily listen for me. I just really love it. And um, it's it's hard to exactly put my... I mean, it's it's probably indie rock it's kind of like um angular and thoughtfully composed and like i was saying last week when i gave it to you i i find the what the singer's voice to be really compelling and there's just some uh, richness to it um can't quite put my finger on what it is but it really i really like it and they're from New Jersey. Talk about. Yeah, I was going to talk about that first. So I don't know what it is about New Jersey. I think it's partly because of Sarah. When I first lived with her in Philadelphia, um, she would call New Jersey drivers that would be driving erratically dick nose drivers. And like, so maybe that kind of rubbed off on me. And I was like giving New Jersey a lot of shit for a while. Um, but I shouldn't have because Ohio's the worst state. 
<laughs> it's important that everybody knows this. I'm from Michigan. You would let me just say real quick, you would have lost your mind at the record store earlier. This guy was talking about uh I had a proto martyr uh record that I was buying for uh Alicia because I found an EP with Kelly Deal is singing on it. It was it's on the counter and there's a guy standing there talking to the uh record shop owner and he starts talking about Proto Martyr. And he's like, How did these guys know Kelly Deal? And the guy behind the counter says, Oh, because you know, they're both they're all from Ohio. And the guy was like, I don't think so. I, I think that Proto Martyr's from Michigan. And he was like, I mean, same difference. Michigan, what? Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck wait who said that the owner yeah the owner said that same difference or the person behind you <laughs> that owner like the like the gravelly voiced owner guy like well yeah he's cool he just you know he made a mistake he didn't know that he was speaking in front of uh someone that has a a michigander for life friend I mean, that guy's cooler than I am. I'll give him that, but that's the most uncool thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I, knew um, you, I knew you would like it. So, yeah, so I've, I'm, I'm going to, after listening to this record, I absolve New Jersey of all the supposed sins I had attributed to that state. So, wow. um, but I will say that this album was recorded in Philadelphia for your information. Um, very, very well produced all around. Like everybody's really, really uh, passionate about their contributions to this record. And I think that it definitely shows. Um, it is kind of like, I don't know if I had to describe this album to me after multiple listens, you know, the picture of the cat that says, hang in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's one in my basement. I'm looking right at it. The poster that made my home office complete. Um, but it, it's, this album reminds me of the hang in there cat sort of just hang in there, weighing his options, his or her options. And then deciding ultimately that instead of letting go to fall to maybe like 10, 20 feet down, it might be better to claw back up, um, uh, document the experience, think about it for a while, then go on a long walk to process what happened. Um, uh, that is a good synopsis of this record for me. It feels like there's a lot of, um, What's the, what's the way to say that? That's, uh, self-reflection. See how long it takes me to think of things. Um, especially when, and when I learned about how they write songs, it feels like all of the lyrics are very personal to, um, the singer and her experiences, uh, during various parts of her life. I read that she would receive, um, the instrumentals from either one or both of the guitarists, uh, when they weren't even living in the same area and then she would write melodies and, and lyrics listening to it and then they would send it back and that's how they would start every song and then they would build the rest of the sounds for each each track um, in that way and I think that's a, a pretty cool way to write a song and I think it's very indicative of how we use technology and how we're able to use it to create things in this day and age, like that's, you know, not always possible. It wasn't always a possible way to create music. So I thought that was notable. And I think because of that, she's 
kind of describing her world and it, it, maybe that's why it feels like the hang in there cat for me, because you're weighing your options, you're reflecting on the choices you've made, processing them in a very, very personal way, and then sharing that with the world. So that's the album overall. And I, I'm sure that made a lot of sense to you, but I'm open to feedback. <laughs> I've been trying to figure out the whole time whether you really have that poster in the office. I'll I'll put it on the OK Time podcast Instagram <laughs> so you believe me. Is this something that you already had or was it like a finishing touch? Like we, we just need one of those cat posters to tie the room together. I've always wanted it in like whatever office I was in, but I've been, you know, working from home. So uh, I've always wanted it my, when I worked in, in an office, but since I don't now, Sarah got it for me and it, I just look at it every day and it makes me, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's talk about the album artwork. I got it pulled up. Uh, I love it. It's, Same. I don't know. Is that, is that, is that, that's not all the way white. It's like a little bit of an off white. It's black and white. Um, it just says FW in the top left and top right corner, obviously fourth wanderers. And that's the name of the album. Then there is a square in the bottom left. That's some sort of, uh, high society chair reminds me of a green chair that we have in the basement to the right. It looks like, um, someone's hand on a steering wheel. And then there's like a navigation map or something all kind of really almost in a comic book style way of illustrating something. Mm-hmm. And then above that, I'm not really sure what those are. They're like either tops of sprinklers or laser guns. Like, could you make sense of that top part? I don't know, but I, either way, I love it. I thought they were um, like the top of telephone lines, maybe. Now that I'm looking closer, that I'm not sure about that. I, I mean, I think we can both agree that it's just fantastic. Yeah, I love it too. Uh, they, they use a lot of... It kind of reminded me of Dead Confederate at times because they one of the guitarists is playing rhythm and the, at other times the the other one will be doing a lot of like s- slide work in a way that's like kind of slow and drawn out but kind of adds to the mood of each song. It's not always what he's doing, but it is effective when it's done and I think it makes the album a little bit more moody. Um, I watch a lot of music videos for them on their band camp. Mm. The music video for the song Not For Me off this record is really, really amazing. You should check it out. It's got a lot of Wes Anderson zoom-ins. You know how he does that in his movies? He'll like zoom in on a character and it looks like they're not even trying to make it smooth. I'm not, uh, I don't recall that at the moment. (laughs) That's funny if you don't know what someone's talking about. I don't recall that. Later on, I'll, I'll remember. So the video, the singer is driving through, I guess, New Jersey. I don't know what rural New Jersey looks like. <laughs> so she's driving, she drives by each one of the band members and they're just kind of like standing on the side of the road looking at the camera and that's when it zooms in. And there aren't really cutaways of, you know how in music videos they'll cut away to the band playing too and singing, like doing all that. They don't do that. They just keep, she's driving around and driving by the band members in each different scenes. And then all of a sudden there's pictures of the band member, like a picture of them in the scene and then behind them is that scene. So it's kind of like, you got to look twice. It makes you wonder what the hell's going on. And then at the end, they're just all at a dining room table eating spaghetti with their bare hands. (laughs) Uh, Overall, I just think this band has a great fucking time playing with one another. They are very tight as a band. I listened to some of the live performances um, uh, in video form. There's one on 
audio tree. It's like an audio tree session. I don't know what audio tree is. I thought I might be thinking of audio jungle where you can buy like license free tracks for videos. I think audio tree is a, a Spotify series. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. So that's, if let's go with that. Um, and lastly, I think it's important to note that they, you know, they're on sub pop. They had a big summer tour planned and then on social media. And I saw this right when I was first looking at their social page to, to ch- check out what they were about. Um, the singer had posted that they are, ca- they canceled their whole summer tour because of a recently, um, diagnosed mental health issue that she had experienced. And there's a long message on Facebook, uh, says, um, I'm, you know, uh, paraphrasing the decision to cancel these shows has weighed heavily on me and obviously affects many other people besides myself, including my bandmates and other artists we were set to play with on this tour. Please know that I do not make these decisions lightly and ultimately need to put my own mental health first at the end of the day. My deepest apologies go out to everyone who worked with us to get this tour together. Thank you for your love and support. And then like the first comment is sub pop saying, we're really proud to have you in our family sending you love. So I, th- I think that's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not only because, I mean, I don't know that like if you are a band that gets signed to a label like Sub Pop or any well-known, well-respected label, like that's probably going to be a really scary thing to one, be able to feel like you can tell other people about issues or like thoughts about your mental health or something like a diagnosis, but also to have the support and feel supported and to have the label come out and say that they support you and tell you not to worry about like canceling the tour. I think that's really great. So, um, and it's cool. It, it, it lets them know that they don't have to constantly be creating. They can take a break and come back and every, everybody's still ready for it. So yeah, maybe they'll, um, maybe there was over the summer. I think this post was into June. So mm-hmm. yeah. And they haven't toured since. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. So it's a bummer, but mm-hmm. I mean, if it's, if it's best for their mental well being and their emotional well being, mm-hmm. so be it. Yeah. In the meantime, we have this record and at the end of the song Tired Games from this record, someone in the bands or someone that they know says that was dope. And I agree. <laughs> so my haiku, I'm going to add uh, the songs Nevermind, Not For Me and Saunter. And my haiku is, what did they expect? Hey, it's just me being me. Decorative branch. <laughs> Decorative branch. Yep. Say that. That's five syllables. Unexpected turn. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, I will give it four bugs in there. I've, I know I'm on a, I've done a string of four, but I've really enjoyed all of the recent ones I've listened to. This is one of my new favorite albums and it has earned a spot in my regular rotation. Thank you for your contributions to my musical enjoyment, Fourth Wanderers. I hope that when you're ready to tour again, you stop through Delaware or Philadelphia and I'll see you there. No way in hell they're coming through Delaware. I assigned you a record that I first listened to uh, after Sarah gave me a gift of this record i guess you know what i've been trying to do uh sentences <laughs> <laughs> i've been trying to sound uh more intelligent when i talk to myself at least but it doesn't always work out and i've i've come to terms with that um i think i'm better at prose when i 
write it. And that's fine. So Sarah got me this album as a gift and then I listened to it. Um, I lost it for a long time as we moved multiple times. Um, it's one that I had in the back of my mind as something to share with you. Um, especially now that we've been assigning things from the past, I think that it made sense to share this. It's kind of a, I don't like a, I don't want to say folksy, but it reminded me of being like maybe in a cabin in Oregon and just like, looking out the window, listening to some sounds of nature, but just taking it real easy and, uh, like combing my hair for a couple of minutes. <laughs> <laughs> just in a cabin in Oregon, combing my hair. <laughs> that's exactly, it's funny. Like that's pretty much all I wrote down. You're right. And eye to eye. I didn't find out too much, uh, about Alexander Skip Spence. Uh, other than what I read on the back of that album, there's actually a good a, lot, a good amount of information on the actual record. Um, I didn't read the back of that, but i I have some I have some dirt on Skip. You have some dirt for me. Mm-hmm. Okay, start with why he's called Skip, because I think anybody has got a nickname like that. I'm interested. <laughs> I don't know. That's a cool name though, right? Like drop the Alexander because Skip Spence is perfect. Carl Skip Grashit. Let's try it out for a while. Okay. See how it feels. Uh, It was nice to have another album in my hand that you recommended and then um, dropped off. And it's also cool to have something from the 60s. Not a... I tend to listen to... If any, probably like new new music the most. And then second is music from the 90s or early 2000s. And um, obviously there's lots of groovy stuff from the 60s. And this is one of those things. Um, I'll start with the album cover. It is exactly like Snail Mail's <laughs> Lush. Um, same, same exact cover. Not really, but... Almost very similar. It's a square uh, with Skip, a portrait of a photograph portrait of Skip in it. And he has a hair helmet. And he seems to have very consistent hair helmet. And a lot of the photographs I saw, um, all very similar hair. And like teased maybe to make it bigger. Um fantastic i love it and it was hard to tell a lot of the photographs of him on the internet are really like poor quality or maybe they've just they're from scans or something and their the quality is just bad it seems like he <clears throat> he has a fu manchu most of the time which really I, yeah like i think he has one on the cover of this album but it's hard to tell the only reason I, I think that's right is because I found like a couple other photographs where he had it. And it seems incongruous with the hair helmet and the Fu Manchu. It just, it seems like an odd uh, match, odd pair. But um, the first, my first impressions of this was uh, I was definitely into it. I knew the first song, Little Hands, because Alicia, my friend Alicia, has a friend who made this nine hour epic mix of mostly music from the sixties and maybe some seventies stuff on there too. And 
it's so great. And I like, I know a lot of the bands on the mix, but I don't know hardly any of the songs. So it's like deeper cuts or who knows, maybe, um, maybe they're not that deep, but they were new to me and this song was on there. So, and I didn't know who it was. I just, uh, I didn't, I liked it when I heard it on the mix and, uh, little hands, it reminded me of, uh, Hendrix a bit. Like it is something about his voice had a similar quality to Jimi Hendrix. Um, certainly like much more of a, folk approach there's no hot licks per se although i did read that he was a a good guitar player um but these songs are like kind of layered they feel like collage to sometimes there's some random uh field recordings there'd be like some nature sounds and then some sort of banging around in the room like uh, hammering something very loose and has this like dream quality throughout the album. Um, and here are a, a pile of words about this album, meandering riverbed collage, uh, psych, simple sigh, semi naked and afraid, a seance and a lean to fishing for friends, a flash in the pan, confusing times at the hug and pint, Burn before listening. If a tree falls in the woods, ballads of McMurphy and Chief. One and done over the cuckoo's nest. This tapestry is keeping me warm enough, but it's kind of dirty and doesn't smell quite right. And combing in a cabin. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. We're on the same page. I mean, that fits. Um. On upon further, it did strike me right away that this sounds like someone that was t a bit tortured. Um, mm -hmm. it just sounds like kind of desperate and, um, I didn't assume that there was like drugs involved in this person's life, but found out that that was definitely the case. Um, oh. so skip was born in 46 and died in 99. He was, uh, a Canadian, he was a Canadian, but moved to the States as a kid, I think Bay area, San Jose or, um, Santa Cruz, one of those, um, he played drums on Jefferson albums, first record. Um, did I call him Jefferson album? Jefferson airplane. <laughs> Jefferson album was before they changed the name to Jefferson airplane. They were Jefferson album. <laughs> on Jefferson album's first airplane. Um, he was co-founder of the band Moby Grape, uh, which he was in until 1969. During the recording session for Moby Grape's second album, Spence uh, became violent with his bandmates while on acid. And the, the person that was producing that record pressed charges and... Um, Skip ended up being committed for six months in Bellevue Hospital. From the Wikipedia page, it says, During his six months in Bellevue, Spence was diagnosed with schizophrenia. On the day of his release, he drove a motorcycle, and as the urban myth goes, 
but not true according to his wife, dressed in only his pajamas directly to Nashville to record his only solo album with no other musicians appearing on it than now classic psychedelic folk album or. So the things that seem to be true about that are that he did play all the instruments. He did write this record while he was in um, the hospital. And uh, he did record it right when he got released. Um, And so his, unfortunately, this seems to be, you know, his involvement with Jefferson Airplane and Moby Grape. And then this album, that was kind of his whole career because he, although he was involved off and on with Moby Grape and like some reunion stuff and uh, he never made any, or at least re- never made any solo music that was released. Um, and this was what his friend Peter Lewis said about his later years. Um, Skippy was just hanging around. He hadn't been all there for years be- because he's been in, he'd been into heroin all the time. In fact, he actually OD'd once and they had him in the morgue in San Jose with a tag on his toe. All of a sudden, he got up and asked for a glass of water. Now he was snorting big clumps of coke and nothing would happen to him. We couldn't have him around because he'd be pacing the room, describing axe murders. So we got him a little place of his own. He had a little white rat named Oswald that would snort coke too. That's pretty pretty sad, but um, pretty interesting. Uh, the rat definitely tragic but i don't know that like i mean that's what that's the premise of ninja turtles the master splinter (laughs) yeah he was definitely splinter had that one psychedelic album and (laughs) it was called secret of the use they um he goes on to say and this is a, a even more unfortunate detail um he was recommitted and what uh, led to that was he was harassing um, young girls and trying to get them to uh, go into his house. And no, 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 no. Yeah. So very um, troubled guy. And, you know, just I, I guess luckily he was supported by some of his uh, old bandmates, but they talked about how he would, went through periods of homelessness. Um, this was a... I, I had a feeling that this, this was a heavy album. It felt heavy at, from the get-go. And then the more I learned about it, the sadder it got. But it's also, at the same time, a really beautiful record. And yeah, just one. I, I ended up really enjoying it and listened to it quite a bit over the week. Um, it's sad, though. That's really um, very saddened to learn about all the details around the the record, but also his life. Like, I mean, a lot of support from his friends and bandmates, but everybody has a breaking point when you start running around with a coked up rat. (laughs) Right. And the original thing was, an he, uh, it sounded like he essentially tried to kill, um, a couple of his bandmates with an ax. Um, that's fucked up. You said he was talking about it earlier. So he actually tried to do that. Yeah. Yeah, that's why the producer pressed charges because he was like attacking his bandmate's door um, with an axe. 
no, no, no. Yeah. Come on, Skip. And all the, like, the harassment. Mm-mm. Right. But he did, you know, it was like severe mental illness. He apparently thought he was the Antichrist. Um, Do you think that that's like, was a part of him or is it something that was a, kind of enhanced because of all the drug use or like the acid triggered in his mind? It does seem like uh, psychedelics can sort of lead to mental breakdowns when there's already maybe a dormant issue. But I don't know. They didn't talk too much about what he was like. Um, this is going from most of this is from Wikipedia. Sadly, there was, it felt like a bummer that if you go to Spotify, there's no, um, there's no bio for him. Mm-hmm. It's just blank. <laughs> and that's like, come on, this dude, somebody write that. You know what I mean? Do you want to write it? Yeah. I mean, you can. I think that you know more about him, honestly, than I do. Well, I could post this haiku. Uh, made for somewhere else. Wrong time, wrong place to find peace. Maybe death is warm. So uplifting. <laughs> Some say the rat is still cooked up and running around today. <laughs> I'm going to add Diana. All come to meet her and Lawrence of Euphoria. Those are my favorite songs from the album. But are those all on? See, the thing I noticed is that the Spotify version has many more songs than the actual record. You know, I remember you telling me that, but I assumed that the track listings were still in order, right? So the extra songs would have been at the end, correct? Correct. Okay. Then yes, these are all on the the original album because it's like uh, song three eight and 11. That's good. Cause I, I'm, I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Rate this record three bugs in there. This was a good album and I enjoyed it. I would listen to it again. And it's one that it'd be really nice to have this on vinyl and revisit it uh, now and again. Good thing you're friends with me. I, I do feel um, extremely lucky. Go on. <laughs> I mean, to, to that, you get, <laughs> that you gave me this record to keep. I just, that feels <laughs> feel lucky about that. Hang in there. Uh, speaking of feeling lucky. songs of the week songs of the week i'll go first since i kind of alluded to what i was gonna pick okay so as i was watching some videos for fourth wanderers i came across that audio tree session and one of the songs that they played on there was slop and that's what i would like to add uh really really like the little riff throughout the song and that kind of brought me right in and the the, the vocals are um, I think a word that you used earlier is rich. Just like the way that they recorded, I, her, her voice is is the way that's layered over this riff. I just 
loved it. Slop. Cool. I'm ex- I'm excited to listen because as far as I can tell, that one is not on either of their records. So we just have this live version. Is that your understanding? Yeah. Slop EP 2016. Oh, I got you. Okay. I, di- I don't think I've listened to that EP. Um, And I have been... I don't listen to like single songs that much, but this one is a single. And so I have no choice but to listen to it solely uh, or um, on its own. And that is Siren 042 by La 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 and Why? Question mark. Um, it came out this month, I believe, Janu- last month, January. And it's a nice little ditty that it's a, uh, it's got some islandy sounds on it and it's very, uh, emo and I like it. It has like a, um, steel drum. Uh, not exactly. Something about the, one of the melodies that sounds islandy. Sweet. I really like little, uh, she's great, right? Mm-hmm. So, Steve, I know that you um, are going on a vacation and will be gone next week. What are we supposed to do? Should it just be Sarah and I talking? Yeah, I have a couple assignments for you. And since she's been asleep for how long? As long as I've known her, Sleeping Beauty. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Since she's asleep right now, you can relay her assignment. Yours is going to be that LP that I gave you last weekend, uh, Big Bear, self-titled, which is a Boston hardcore band from the early 2000s, um, maybe into mid-2000s, but I think like, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. You, you'll probably know better than me next week when they uh, threw in the towel. But it's really really cool stuff. It's really intense. It's uh, female fronted and the woman plays a tambourine, which is unusual in hardcore metal. Mm-hmm. And um, well, I saw them play live once and she was uh, relentlessly slamming the tambourine into her leg and was wearing some sort of brace, leg brace thing in order to um, not injure herself. And that felt, uh, strange and cool. And I've loved them ever since. That's the most metal thing I've ever heard. Actually, <laughs> like a bruise from your tambourine. The more common, uh, metal injury is swallowing a harmonica. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that happens a lot. Um, and then like, as you know, like uh, Achilles tendon uh, being severed by a saxophone just from being <laughs> relentless on the reed. Right. right. Things we, we wouldn't know if we weren't diving so deep into music. What about for Sarah? Oh, yeah. For Sarah, I'm going to have her listen to the new Pedro the Lion record. It's called Phoenix. It's uh, from, I believe this year, I believe it came out this month. 
And Pedro the Lion is one of my favorite bands and they haven't put a record out in 15 years. Although David Bazan, the um, songwriter in that band has been putting music out under headphones and then under Bazan. Um, But now everything's going to be, I read somewhere that he's putting everything under the Pedro the Lion name again. And it's, it's some real emo, it's like the emoist of emo stuff, uh, in a good way. I don't, I don't ever use, I don't think I ever use emo as a, a bad word. Um, speaking of emotional, uh, the show's got to come to an end. You're right. Thank you for listening to episode 26 of OK Time. We are produced by Sarah Taylor Cummings. When she's not asleep, she contributes to our Instagram account. Follow us on Instagram at OK Time Podcast. You can follow Steve at Hairfort. You can follow me on Instagram and other places at Carl Grashit. Uh, our intro and outro music is provided by the Hokkaido Concern of Newark, Delaware. Uh, you can leave us a... F- star rating on most of the places that you use to listen to podcasts, Apple, Google, Bing, DuckDuckGo. I don't know. Uh, Ask Jeeves how he feels about our podcast. If you want to, we recommend four to five. You can leave a three, but please tell us why. We appreciate your feedback. Um, Thank you for giving it. Uh, We hope that you have just a great vacation, Steve. Um, Thank you for being with us. I think episode 26, that's officially half a year. Congratulations. And to you. And I'd like to celebrate by using um, the last four of your socials to make a couple purchases while you're out our way. So thank you. You're welcome. I've been trying to sound uh, more intelligent when I talk.